Everyone, I've gathered you here in the parlor on this train, the Ringo Express, because there has been a murder. The suspects of this murder are the Contessa Carrie, <clears throat> Bilge Country. I would never. The steel industrialist, Kayla. Uh, uh, how dare you? <laughs> and me, the detective, Max. And I've solved the mystery. The murderer was me, the detective, Max. And I can admit that because our train crossed the border, so I can no longer be arrested. <laughs> Welcome to the Ringo Zone, everyone. He's evaded capture once again. Fuck, hello. Criminal mastermind. <laughs> hello, hello, audience. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome into another one. I am Good energy, uh, yeah, yeah, that's Kayla. He's Max. We're doing what's the name of the episode, guys? Because I don't know because it just says Mister Universe. My, yeah, my Amazon Web Player just says Steven Universe episode oh one e sixteen. Unfortunately, so. no. Funny that is the name of the episode. <laughs> okay, Mister Universe. Okay, yeah, so this is the episode where we learned that like uh, the problem with Greg slash Greg's like parenting like very explicitly is like brought to our attention and we have like no <laughs> we have no way of other than to get to deal with it like, yeah. we learn he's overcorrecting from like a super restrictive childhood and in retrospect could it have possibly been anything else the yeah, reason no, he acts definitely. the way he does if otherwise Greg's just a piece of shit like if there's like no other okay, you know hey, well, slow no, down I would say well no like because like to me like I just never really quite questioned Steven's upbringing, I guess, the whole show, because, like, whatever, Steven was fine. But now that Steven's not fine, it's, like, very on the surface. It's like, he should have seen a doctor, like, way earlier on. Yeah. Like, uh... I don't think I've ever gone onto a second page for notes before. I have gone onto a second page for notes for Mr. Oh, Universe. Shit. We're in uncharted territory. We're in uncharted territory. There's so much to say. I have one note, and i just like to get it out of the way. Sure. Go ahead. Steven Universe's world has at least one thing up on ours, which is that Florida is called Florida Island, which means we successfully disconnected it from the rest of the country. Hey. Yes. Where do we want to start with all this? Well. Probably the beginning. Probably, the, yes. Yeah, so Steven's not doing well and just, like, binge eating ice cream isn't helping. Well, he tried binge eating already with the birthday, with the cake, not the birthday cake, the cake. And that didn't help. He just loses its charm. Yeah, he's it's a little. No, I, I, I just also find like the Greg's, Greg's plan is a little bit like I don't know. I don't. I, it's like or it's, it's like the uh, comes up later on in the episode of like seeing himself as a mini Steven of like you're gonna go on the road and that'll sort you out is like very interesting. Though. Like that's what he thinks Steven needs. Right. That's what he needed, I guess. Is his logic. I think a lot of parents have this logic. They just don't have kids that are as like traumatized as another kid necessarily. Well, <laughs> but I think though, like your kids are mini you. That's not rare. This is this is an excellent example of becoming a parent and saying I won't make the same mistakes as my parents. So then you make a slew of different mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I, I have a note here that I'm actually very proud of that I want to circle back around to um, where Greg is bringing up all of the things that we have been talking about where he's sitting on the couch with Steven and he's like, yeah, you've been to space, but have you ever, you know, been around the state or have you thought smaller? And that's something that we have been talking about where where it's like Steven's like inside journey is kind of 
mirrored in his outside journey, I think, where, like, he has never really examined himself, and now he is, because he's only ever thought about the big picture and thought about things outside of himself. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so like, Greg saying maybe you need to think smaller is correct, and Carrie made the comment while we were watching that Greg is absolutely right, because what does Steven do at the end of the series as he goes on a road trip? Yeah. His whole issue is that he never, like, he was never given the opportunity to scale it back because his problems were always literally intergalactic in nature and scale. So yeah. Now he doesn't, now he doesn't know how to navigate his own head. Definitely, yeah. I, I feel like the, the bigger issue with, like, all of Greg's advice here is just is that he, like, like, he also doesn't, he, he like, he could have said to Stephen at the beginning, hey, so where would be somewhere in the country you're interested in going? Like, what were you interested in going to go see from the get-go? And then we'll go do that shit. The bigger problem is really that he's like, let's go, but, like, do a bunch of, like, random nonsense, and then I'm going to take you back to my hometown and be, try to convince you that, like, David well, Bowie is, like, it explains me as a person. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that was your biggest mistake here as a parent, Greg, like, technically. Uh -huh. I will I will push back against you just a little bit on that, because Stephen was having a very good time up until uh, Greg decided to take him back to his old house and give off weird, sus vibes for literally the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, it's very clear what Greg was doing is... He's trying to share something that was transformative for him. Before before we get on that, I actually want to talk about the DeMeo house a bit. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just because th there's nothing like specific I want to draw attention to, but just kind of a thought I'm having now is like during the episode, I commented like, oh, this place is a total grandma house. And now that's just got no. me thinking because like at some <laughs> point, you know, the, these people were not grandmas, even if they don't know about their grandchild. But the thing is like, so we call a grandma house. They probably, you know, collected a lot of the stuff during a younger age where we wouldn't consider them grandparent age. I'm now just realizing grandma house is just like the normal house of a couple generations past. So in like 60 years, our grandma house is going to be full of like fucking anime figures and shit. But no, 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 wait, wait, wait. And then Sorry, like, how's no, wait, the youth going to respond to that of the future? Actually, well, like, okay, because that would imply that like, Everyone who owns a humble figurine is like a person who would like own humble figurines like people own anime figurines now. And if that's exactly. the case, it's like, wait, what? I didn't think that would work at all. I thought yeah. you started collecting are my, humbles are my at like kids 60. Gonna, are my like I, theoretical grandchildren just going to be in my home? And they're going to be know, like, oh, I, hey, he has Roronora Zoro, just you know like what, my though? grandpa okay, does. You know, what, you know what? I was going to be like, like, well, hard candy. But I was like, you know what? Actually, because like. I could see them being like, I guess this is just the kind of candy I like because it's the only candy they had around. The grandpa candy of the future is going to be Pocky. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, what? I actually, yes. yeah. Oh, uh, this is. I've uh, never been more excited about the future. Thank you, Max. You're welcome. <laughs> it's what I do. I'm really, really afraid of the, like, retirement homes, like, neat floor where they're just like, we put all the neats here. We don't, You're like, welcome. <laughs> That's what I do. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, uh, we may we may as well backtrack a little bit because it, like that I'm I'm in a different headspace now. Fair point. So Stephen is going through through the grandma house and then comes to the realization that it is in fact Greg's old house because there's a bunch of unopened letters from Greg, and 
this is important because that means that his parents cut him off and not the other way around. Yeah, well, I, I imagine yeah, when their kid ran really away important. and was like, hey, I changed my name to, like, fucking Greg Universe. They were just like, we're, we've disowned you. Like, fuck yeah. off. Like, like, yeah. Greg, for however long, tried to reach out to his folks. And from the way that Greg was talking about his life at home, you would think that he he said, like, I got on the road and I never looked back. But that's not true. He sent them yeah. a bunch of letters. He continued to reach out to them for at least a little bit of time as his true, authentic self. And they never chose to keep that relationship open. It is interesting that they kept the unopened letters, though. It well, how else were we going to find out? Like that's that's a that's True. a conceit that we may just have. Yeah, 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 no, that's the doyless answer. I really want to know the Watsonian reason, though. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they they do still have all of his pictures and stuff, but it's giving me the vibes of like this can certainly be an allegory for for you know parents that disown their kids for something as monumental as coming out as trans greg just liked music you guys yeah i think like, greg is like a million weird kids like i think a lot of kids kicked out for being gay Greg's or trans or whatever but you can definitely also just be like i am doggedly obsessed with doing what i want to do like i have my dream and i'm going to follow no matter what and your parents are both like doctors or whatever and they're like no you're going to be a doctor and then when you're like, fucking no, I'm not. And you maybe even like burn your bridges that would like be able to get you there. Like a lot of parents, I think, do look at that as like, especially depending on your family, like incredibly like, <gasps> or whatever. But I don't know. I, I What I thought was just like the moment though, that was like, um, all right, Greg, you've like proved yourself to be very tone deaf right now with your kid who like really needs more rules. But like so far, this is just really awkward. But like, whatever, we can drive home and we just won't talk about this again. But then I think the moment when he like all this shit goes wrong, and then he like completely misreads the moment, like so tremendously at the end, and Stephen like tunes out is like one of the darkest moments in the like Stephen yeah. universe, like by such a tremendous margin. Where it's like, it's like I totally remember there were moments growing up where I was just like, God, I'm just gonna filter you the fuck out of my life. Like I got too much going on mentally to even like like have brain power for this. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Ugh. Stephen Stephen in that moment is correctly asserting that anything that greg has to say will be missing the point and knows that he doesn't have the energy left to argue about it so he's just tuning him out the things that were formative for you will not necessarily be formative for your kids it's really rough because we watch greg like be transported back to the magical moment when the world opened up for him and he doesn't know what to do beyond that for Steven. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's funny. It's a lot less malicious, but in that moment, Greg reminded me of all those terrible nerds online who are unironically saying, like, kids' stuff these days sucks. I'm going to raise my kids on, like, the stuff I grew up on, like Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers, and like you're gonna make your kid into a fucking pariah, really, dude? Like yeah, I know yeah. that's not what Greg was doing, but it, it, it reminded <laughs> me of it. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, uh, no. And it's, I, it's hard to, you know, it's it's hard. I get it, but it's still expected. Like that, the thing, the things that worked for you are probably not gonna work for your kids, and like. Greg is extremely honest and vulnerable in this moment because he's like, isn't like here, here, here is, here is your solution. But he doesn't. Greg doesn't it, get that but, his solution isn't Steven's solution. Exactly. So while Greg's losing himself in like 
the biggest thing in the world for him. Steven's like, God damn it, what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. you're right that there's there's no malice in it, and yeah. and that's what makes it so hard. You well, know, I, I, th- I think also that for like Steven, I mean, just I guess okay, I would say there's like plenty of trans people I know that have named themselves in some way that like it was. And I'm going to say inspired by a character from a thing, but that they were like aware of a character of a thing that they like liked a lot, and they were like da 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 da. But but I find what I find for like for 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 Steven's sake though it's like with the shock of finding out that your name is chosen, you know what I mean? From a fucking yeah. David Bowie yeah. song, I'd be like, bro, what? Just quite, like, quick side note. What, what fucking standard am I? Like what? You heard the? I'm not a song lyric. Like what? This I don't think he's gonna change his name after this, right? By any means, but it's yeah. like I get why it's like this is just never gonna be cool to your kid. And I'll say this also, trans people. If you fucking got it right on the first time, that can happen. I did. Okay. Also, though, if you want to like change your name, you're allowed to. I've noticed that it's like I'm the only trans person that I am aware of that in a year has had a constant name or lane of transition. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, actually, it's been longer than that for me, I guess, over a year. It's been like, oh, yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm not going to do the math right now. We should throw you like, a trans one-year-old birthday party where you just yeah. smash your face into the cake like a baby does. No, yeah. don't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't smash my face into it. I'm a lady. I, I have more class than that. I would, I would never smash my face into a cake. No, <laughs> please let me make a. Please let me make a PSA here. Door. <laughs> please do not smash your face or your friends' faces into a cake because bakers often use plastic or wooden support dowels in cakes and they can go into your various soft organs in your face and oh hurt you very God. badly. Oh my God, when you started talking, I thought you were just going to say they worked really hard on the cake and they, no, they didn't want you to just waste it. No. And I was going to be like very fucking valid. Like, no, yeah, it's, it's a little fucking actual... waste of baking no, time. No, but Kayla, like, Kayla, Kayla, holy I'm not, shit. I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about like you smash your face like, headbutt an entire cake it's like you give like a child like a piece of cake and they don't know how to eat so they're just like grabbing it and smushing it against their face okay and stuff. well my psa is still a real thing that i really need people to know about you could oh very very much make a friend lose an eye there are and it's not like great three grooms a year who go blind like in both eyes this way <laughs> like, in the arms of an angel if you're not if you're not uh, squicked out by horrible pictures of 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 bad things happening to people's eyes and faces, then look it up because it's an actual problem. No, oh, no. I'll like, take your word for it. Yes, okay. Yeah, everyone. This is the real spooky <laughs> Halloween content. Don't smash your faces into anything. Yeah, how even. about that? No. <laughs> for the best. Oh my god. There's still more shit that I want to talk about in the episode yeah, too, the, but now I, I'm I just this. love this weirdly specific thing of yours we touched on to accidentally. I... That's great. So <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, okay, you have so... more thoughts about the episode. I have I have a couple more thoughts about the episode. This is true, but I do think that they can probably be saved for final thoughts. And it feels here's, like here's here's one one thing that's worth throwing out there. Like yes. I don't know if y'all have heard this, but it's like a common thing to be like, specifically like a like a white American man that is like a child. It's like a thing when a guy's growing up to fight his father at some point, which I don't really understand as an idea. But like, da 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 da. And it's interesting that like Greg is just like, I'm proud of you because I like. I fled instead of fought in that moment, and like, well, good on you for pulling out the steering wheel and 
almost getting both of us fucking decapitated by a, a semi. Like, just Jesus I feel Christ. like in fiction like, in general, whenever I see a scene where, like, the father who fucked up is, like, commenting on, oh, how proud he is that, like, his son stood up to him. Like, it's almost never actually a good circumstance. Yeah, it's never a good happens. sign about a guy when he's proud of the son for fighting it. I do think there is something to be said where it's like sometimes a person needs to be stood up to and stuff. Like, that's definitely, I can totally see that being a thing. Like, it just, it just kind of sounds like the motto of, like, dads that are oblivious to how harmful they're being. Exactly, where it's like, Greg, do you think that your behavior is as bad as your parents or is worthy of the fucking temper tantrum that your fu- son just had that almost fucking just got both of you killed? Like, you need to see, you need to see a therapist literally now. Are you kidding me? He almost killed both of you. <laughs> like, literally both of you almost died. What is it going to take for Steven to act out for you to get him, like, actual real help? And not just be like, I'm here to listen, pal. Like, they well, need to do more than that, man. Like, the kid just lashed out so severely. I under, It's like he doesn't know his own strength, but still. I mean, we're we're really harshing Greg this episode. but I to, know, yeah. And not to, to be, harsh him some more, imagine what happens when he is fucking Mr. Music Manager has to start dealing with his creator's b- breakdowns. Because he never had the kind of success they do, so he doesn't know what they're going through. Oh, F. <laughs> So we've now seen a doctor look at Steven and be like, you have CPTSD. And like the next episode isn't like, so I've called somebody to talk to you. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like very, very frustrating to me just being like, this is just one answer to this, which is to like try to address it. There's no like go on a road trip, bro. That's not enough. Like that's just no, that would never have been enough. The best road trip possible would not have been enough. I mean, so we've really been harshing Greg this episode, but kind of in his defense vis-a-vis what kind of danger is Steven going to have to put himself in, you know, in order for you to recognize that there's a problem. Greg did, like, he, he, I wouldn't say let, but, like, Greg was just a witness, you know, to Steven literally going into space and doing, like, intergalactic war crime, you know, tangential things. So a car crash, like a teen, like a teenage boy having an emotional outburst and then crashing the car, when put next to that, I don't know would necessarily read as this is a fucking. You're problem. right. Yeah, he wouldn't pick up on it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Really quick before we get into final thoughts, I had one thing that is I'm actually laying at Stephen's feet from earlier in the episode that I want to bring up, which Ooh. is that. We learn that Stephen thought that Greg had grown up in a literal prison, and yes, come on, Stephen, yes, come I'm on, like, that's I dumb, man, my, that's dumb, my note that's just here dumb. Is you never examined that? Yeah, like, bro. Okay, I know you didn't Stephen's go to school, not a and that's like, thinker. I, like, you didn't go to school, and that is not like your fault. That is your credit, your dad's fault. But you are not an idiot, man. Like, that is just dumb. That is. So I mean, to dumb. be fair, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> he's the cute. fucking space Jesus boy with the amazing cosmic adventures. All in all, the idea that his dad grew up in a prison is like pretty small beans comparatively. So I can really understand Stephen never questioning that. Yeah, I guess his mom is a revolutionary, so he's like, I guess you were maybe just, like, a prisoner kid? Sure, I, sure, I guess. Yeah. But, like, Steve, yeah, this is actually one of those things where, like, um, if you go long enough without being corrected on something, or if you're taught something early on in your life, and it's just flat-out wrong, you can get, like, embarrassingly far. 
That's, yeah. That's You'll true. learn that more, kids, as you grow up, that there's going to be things that you're just an absolute fucking dumbass for believing. Like, you were really dumb for believing, and you're not going to realize it until the first time someone calls you out on it, and you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense at all. You're right. Like, there's mm-hmm. a million things like that that you're going to you're gonna find. But, like, you know what? That's, that's childhood. So let's do final thoughts. My final thought is that this is, like, still the most uncomfortable episode of Steven Universe and probably the one that whenever I watch the show one day will be the one I'm least likely to rewatch and I'm not going to want to rewatch. I rewatched probably the least. But like killer fucking ending and it's like super necessary. I just feel like I got the message the first time and I was like, I don't want to look at this. This is so bad. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Uh, my final thought is he did, at the end of the episode he doesn't show enough self-awareness for this but if he did I would really love to see the comments on the are am I an asshole thread that Greg would have posted (laughs) after this episode? I have like a sub uh, final thought, which is the destruction of the van at the end of the episode is very clearly a rejection of his past on Steven's part. But like, I wrote that as it was happening. And then at the very end, when he deletes the photo of Greg (laughs) in his teenage years, I'm like, oh, okay, there's no subtext here. That (laughs) was. No, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no subtext here. It's just text. Never mind. Uh. <laughs> I feel like they probably maybe would have like actually destroyed the van if Greg hadn't sacrificed his hair earlier in the season already uh, for Steven. Mm, perhaps. Um, and my actual final thought is, I think the thing that is most damning for Greg in in this episode, and it hurts to do this because we've only been. We've only been damning Greg for this entire episode. Well, this is kind of what this entire episode is for, is the damn Uh, Greg episode. That's true. But Steven is telling Greg how he feels that he maybe wanted some structure and to go to school and to try and, like, make friends outside of, you know, the gems and all that. And he he's basically saying like, Dad, this is these are the things that I want. And then Greg just says, No, you don't. And yeah, and no. and again, there's no malice. But and I wrote this in all caps. Don't tell me how I feel about things. Yes. And it was at and like it was around that time that Stephen like turned pink and ripped the steering wheel out of the car and all that. <laughs> and and like. I guess my final my final thought is like this was probably the moment that Greg is the the worst dad that he could be is because he he just didn't comprehend that Steven maybe wanted things that Greg didn't want. Yeah, or that there was a good way to do those things that could have been good and good for Steven. Like, having school in your life is good. It's just not good to be forced to do certain things in school. Yeah. But it is good for you to get an education. Like, Steven Steven could have gone to school without Greg holding him down and giving him a haircut. Steven does in one of the fucking complimentary materials, and he has a great time. He, like, really benefits from it. I have a new, (laughs) additional, more serious final thought. Yes, please. I really love that this episode exists because as the whole Steven Universe future is like showing this new stage of growth for Steven, I like, because we've seen it with the gems before, obviously, but Steven's relationship with the gems has never really been one-to-one with parent-child. But with Greg, I love that we had an episode about learning that like your parents are not perfect people and they did mess up and learning to see their flaws. 
And I also like that they didn't try and like put a tidy little bow on it or anything because it's just a very real experience we all have as we become adults. Yeah, like definitely. I think since I've become an adult, like it's actually been one of like the biggest sources of like a stronger bond that my brother and I have is like realizing our parents' shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Like that that's just an important part of growing up. I do want to reiterate one last thing though before we end guys. Yes. Um really do not put your face in any cakes. Yeah. The payoff is nothing. It's a- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>